a trusted voice of truth and light. The narratives that mislead most of us aren't outright lies. They're the deliberate omission of facts that could give us a more complete picture. And a rally point for those who've accepted the reality that they are not sheep. The world needs your leadership, and the essence of leadership is using your influence wisely wherever you happen to be standing. This is The Brian Hyde Show. Well, I am so happy that you could find a little time to revel in wrong think with me today. I'm joined by my friend Gary Welch. Gary, fellow wrong thinker, glad to have you aboard. Yes, I would like to think of myself as a wrong thinker fan. <laughs> that I, I absolutely rebel at wrong think. And you know, okay, I'm, let's let's run with this for just a moment because I know there are some people who say, okay, that's it's a cute slogan. What does it really mean? So I'm I'm going to put you on the spot at least gently put you on the spot. Um, when, when someone says wrong think, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? That we are the alternative thinkers. And I brought this up before in, our, in one of the shows you and I did in that, you know, you and I and others like us, we're the rebels. We're, we're, we're the outcasts. We're the, you know, back in the 60s, it was the hippies and the long hairs and all that that were doing this. And we're the troublemakers, the problem children. Is, yeah, <laughs> we we're questioning we're questioning the status quo. We are absolutely saying things are not what they appear to be, and we are absolutely going and saying you know things should be different. And that that right now is considered wrong thing. And in this world, it's even especially true because of the social justice warriors who want to punish you unless you think a certain way and we're willing to say, yeah, go ahead. Let's we're, we'll, we'll take you on. And at its most extreme, I just saw a perfect example of, of, of what uh, enforced right think looks like. And it was taking place in Washington, DC. I saw a couple of different video clips. I don't know if you've seen this people sitting at a restaurant, enjoying a cup of coffee, coffee, or just sitting there dining and, and enjoying one another's company when a bunch of the social justice warriors, in this case it's a Black Lives Matter protest, sweeps into the patio area of the restaurant and begins demanding that these patrons raise their fist in solidarity. And I mean, it's it's not just, hey, would you, uh, would you join us? Do you support our cause? It's like, do this, you blankety blank, blanky blank blanks, you know, smooth talking them into, uh, into trying to get them to raise their fist. It's... Uh, that's the extreme. That's how far it can go. They haven't quite got to the point where they're going to start laying hands on them and beating them. But based on the language, based on the aggression, it can't be far off. So before we get to that point, I think it's it's essential that people like you and me and you, the listener, be willing to uh, peacefully but firmly engage in wrong think without apology because it's it's just wrong. It is absolutely wrong to force people into towing a line that they do not wish to tow. You're not convincing them. Even if you beat them into submission, they're not convinced. You're just setting the stage for further conflict. And frankly, well, I can't use the word I want to use, but you're being a bad person. All tyrants and all socialist governments play upon the willingness of the people not to speak out and are willing to be intimidated. We've, we've seen this played out over and over and over again, enough times that we know what it looks like, we know how it works, 
and we know the outcomes. And the only time that you can stop it, it was always easy to stop these things before you get into the bloodshed, before you get into the wars, before you get into the armed revolutions. It was always so easy to stop in the very beginning by just a bunch of people standing up and saying, oh, no, no, you don't. <laughs> well, and it's look, we're not asking people to go out there and, you know, don't go bare knuckle in the streets with people. Um, I don't think that's a productive way to stand up. There are lots of ways we can do this, but you and I are going to spend some time today talking about um, what is going on in America, why it has happened and, and what needs to be done. And, and at the end of our discussion, Gary, I'm hoping that we will have made the case that it is time for a movement to begin. And, and perhaps people shy away from, well, I don't want to be part of a movement. I'm very independent. But um, you're going to be swallowed up by some other movement. It may be the social justice movement or something. There's no neutral place where you can sit this out. So consider what you can do within your circle of influence and let's let's start by talking about the ideological friction between capitalism and socialism. Now, as we do this, Gary, let's first of all put some definitions down just so people can understand. We're not talking purely political terms here, are we? Right. So there is a book that um, Brian wrote that's called Embrace Capitalism. And in that book, it actually talks about this in that. One of the big issues we have when we are discussing socialism, capitalism, and those type of things is we look at it from a pure economic terms. Capitalism is an economic thing. Socialism is an economic thing. But the reality of it is, as, as you point out in the book, it's a whole lot more. In fact, economics is the least amount of, of what's being involved. It's a social political and economic viewpoint. And, and I, especially if you want to talk about this, I liked your view of socialism, that, 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 uh, that viewpoint that, you know, we separate communism and socialism as two separate things, but the reality of it is they're the same thing. Right. Both of them rely on central planning on the idea that there is somehow a small elite that knows what's best for everybody else. And that is entirely antithetical to a free society. And that doesn't mean you're on your own. I mean, it's, this is not Ayn Rand saying, you know, <laughs> tough luck. You, you have to solve all your own problems. You can still you can cooperate with other people, but you should be able to do it voluntarily as opposed to, nope, this is a very small group of elites who will tell you and then back by force whatever their solution is. And that's, uh, unfortunately, Gary, think, people think that that's something, well, that's, that's far off. That's in the future. That's, you know, maybe that's direction, the direction we're headed, but we're certainly not there yet. We would beg to differ. Right. And we actually have classified it as, a, as what we call American socialism. And, and what we want to point out is there is no one alive. So I'm going to backstep a little bit and talk about something. When, whenever I say... I want to talk about capitalism and I call it true capitalism just to differentiate between what you perceive as capitalism. But when I always bring this up of, Hey, let's talk about capitalism. Everyone says, no, 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 that's a dirty word. You can't use that. <laughs> you know, right. say free markets, but there's a difference. There is a difference between capitalism and free market, but here's, here's the point. The reason why we want to talk about capitalism is because you do not know what it is. You think you know what it is, but here's the point. No one alive today has experienced capitalism. You think you have, 
but you are living in a socialist society. Everyone alive today has been living in a socialist society, and it's a socialist government with socialist thinking and socialist policies. And so all these wrongs that people are coming out saying, well, it benefits the rich, it doesn't take care of the poor, it doesn't do this, it doesn't do that. We, you know, you and I are saying, yeah, you're right, but that's not capitalism you're, you're sitting there pointing the finger at, that's socialism. Well, and, and there are a lot of people who use the term socialism just as, as kind of a, an ideological cuss word, right? You encounter something you don't like, well, that's socialist, you know. So I, I like the fact that we, we get definitions on the table before we talk about these two topics or these two subjects in, in the sense that I, I don't want people thinking we're just throwing out there, you know, these pejorative words to, to make people, you know, react one way or the other. There are some very deep meanings behind these, but I think the, the hardest thing for people to accept from, from what you have just been saying is, how could we possibly be living in, in a socialist America? I mean, come on, we all grew up singing along with Lee Greenwood. We all grew up, you know, celebrating the 4th of July and congratulating ourselves on what it means to live in a free country. But the truth of the matter is, the freedoms that we have are diminishing and have been for quite some time. And that's a hard thing to convince people. And it brings up the difference between patriotism and nationalism, because nationalism is very much a socialist kind of you know product project or program. And we see a lot of nationalism, but true patriotism is for like one thing, standing up to your government. I, I consider that pure you know true patriotism. Well, and I'll give you an example of what, what I would see that. And I've actually been having this discussion with a friend on Facebook. Um, he shared an article about uh, a number of kids in southern Utah who were faced with the possibility of a, uh, a don't wear a mask Monday. Okay, so their fellow students were going to protest yesterday by not wearing masks to school, even though the governor has mandated it and said you have to do this or else. There were a number of students who were like, we're not going to wear masks. Well, there was a group of students who apparently wanted to signal to Master that they love Master and they will obey no matter what. And my friend was saying, look at these kids. That's pretty cool. All by themselves. They decided to stand up and do the right thing. And I thought, all right. I think my, my sense that uh, socialism has intensified just grew by about another uh, order of magnitude. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll discuss this some more. Gary Welsh is my guest. This is The Brian Hyde Show. Thanks for being with us. This is The Brian Hyde Show. This is The Brian Hyde Show. Hey, once again, thanks for joining us here on the show. Gary Welch is my guest. I want to take a second to say something nice about uh, firesteel.com. Whether it's uh, magnesium fire starters, whether it's their ferro rods or their, their sparker units, they are remarkable fire starting implements. And you're probably saying, okay, but I'm not a teenage boy. I'm not, I'm not in, enthralled by things, uh, you know, involving fire. Here's why you should be. Because if you find yourself in a disaster or a survival situation, one of the things that you're going to want to be able to do is start a fire reliably. Now, maybe you're in the habit of, well, I always have a lighter with me or I always have matches within reach. How many matches and how many lighters would it take to strike 15,000 fires? 
because that's what you can get out of one Firestarter from Firesteel.com. It's very cost-effective. It's very size-effective in that it can fit right in your pocket. It can fit in your 72-hour kit, in your automobile emergency kit. You see the point? Go to their website, firesteel.com. Watch the videos. You'll be amazed at how easy it is to start a fire when you absolutely need to. Military and, and survival teachers use this because their lives depend on it. You can as well. And by the way, when you go to check out, when you find the one you want and you go to check out, put in my name, Brian with a Y, B-R-Y-A-N, and they'll knock 10% off your purchase price. Firesteel.com. All right, Gary Welch is with me. We are talking about socialism versus capitalism. And, Gary, I, I use the example of, of that, that central planning, top-down, only-the-elite-know-what's-best mentality by, by sharing with you the example of a high school in southern Utah where the cheerleader and, and members of the football team, because they didn't want their game to get canceled, went about urging their fellow students that this is important, that we wear our masks and that we don't protest you know, like like some were prone to do, this mandate that all students must wear a mask or else. And you made an observation that I wanted you to share with our listening audience about uh, the role that young people have historically played in moving socialist movements forward. And so one of the things that tyrants understand is is about the, the ability to mold young minds, and that's what they go after. Um, Lenin, Mao, Hitler, Pol Pot, all of them had that same strategy. And so now we see this Bernie Sanders movement and these others, and who are they appealing to? They're, they're appealing to the young people. And when you see Antifa, is that a bunch of old gray hairs out there where, you know, it's beating people up? No, it's a bunch of young people that they have because they recognize that, yes, I can take this aggression, this, this mind that needs to be molded, and I can get them to do the things that I want them to do. And we, we've just seen that playing out, played out to horrible consequences every time. Yep. And this, this isn't to tell people, therefore, you know, it's you against the young people. It's just be aware that, uh, you know, I re- remember when David Hogg and the kids were staging the big walkouts. It's time to do something about the Second Amendment. We've got to repeal it. And they bravely walked out of school. And, and that's how it was portrayed by the media. Look how brave these kids are. And it's like, really? It's, it's brave to go along with the crowd? Show me the kids who said, I'm not going to walk out. Or show me the kids who said, I'm not going to surrender my principles for the sake of some, you know, current political fad. That's what takes bravery. And, and I think it's even more true today because the, the political climate has not uh, become more accommodating in the last couple of years. Now, has it? And that's one of the things that I wanted to use this episode to to announce and to promote. And, you know, because you might even be asking, like, who's Gary Welch? Why is this guy showing up on Brian Heichel? And you wouldn't normally norm, know me. I'm a political strategist. I'm not a blogger or a video guy or anything like that. But what happened was I approached Brian about a movement and, and, and we talked about how these socialists have gotten to the point. Here's the way I like to describe it. The socialists were the bully at the school that up until this year, they kept on saying, I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to beat you up. This year they came out and they beat us up. They just punched us out and said, see, I can do it and I can get away with it. And there's nothing you can do about it. 
And, and Brian and I had had these conversations about, we've got to stop this. This is, this is the point where we draw the line in the sand. And we talked about this peaceful revolution, but a revolution nonetheless. And so Brian, you talked about young people. What I want to say is that there is an organization behind Brian. There's, it's just, yes, he's that great voice that you hear and he's there, you know, trying to tell you the truth and get these things out. But there is this organization that's actually pretty big that's behind Brian. And there's a lot of things that are happening behind the scenes to start a movement, to start a revolution, peaceful revolution. I'm going to stress that a peaceful revolution that includes young people. We, you, you know, Brian and I have talked about this new generation that's growing up questioning the status quo, just like we are, but it's necessary for us to do that. And Brian, who is the person that I, I see as being that person to go out because he said the perfect thing to me that convinced me that this is the guy I want to team up with. And he said, Gary, it's not about me. It's not about me becoming rich. It's not me about me becoming, me becoming popular, about making my show the biggest in the world and all that stuff. It's about doing the right thing and getting the word out. And so what we're, we're doing now is the Brian Hyde show is more than just Brian. It's a bunch of individuals that right now there's over a hundred of us, you know, that are out there and we are trying to get others to join with us, not just, just people in general, but the influencers. If you're a podcaster, if you're a social media person, if you are working in a community organization or a political group or within a political party, the time has come that we've got to quit just arguing and griping and complaining and, and, and saying we should do this, we should do that. It's time to act. What he said, <laughs> and I, I agree completely. I look, um, my longtime listeners know this, and that is that uh, I, I'm a very purpose-driven person. Um, I do what I do not because it's it's making me rich and famous. You take one look at me, and you'll see immediately my success hasn't gone to my car, it hasn't gone to my clothes. I do this because I believe that uh, that I, like many other people, have a mission to speak truth to the best of my ability. Now, that doesn't mean I'm always going to get it right. But I'm going to do my level best never to mislead you and never to, to tell you what to think. I'll lead you to what I hope is useful information. And, and it's individuals like Gary who have been doing, you know, you've been doing heavy lifting on this for, for many years, Gary. There, I, I, as I get out there into the podcast world, I find there are so many people who are feeling a very similar call. We recognize there's a problem. We don't want to just sit around and complain about it. We actually want to do something active. Make it better. And that is what we are hoping to, to build some momentum and move forward. And, and of course, it's, it's strictly a voluntary thing. We're not going to come stand in your face and scream until you raise the fist to show that you support us. One of the things that's been very interesting about this movement is the way that it's come together. And, and I'll, 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 I'll say this, and it's a, it's a religious statement. Take it for what, what it's worth. But everyone, every single one of us involved in this has talked about how we have seen the hand of God is what we talk about. That's, that's what we say, where he's putting the right people in the right place at the right time. And all these things are coming together, me finding Brian 
and, and these other individuals that I am working with to put this movement together. There's something there. This goes beyond coincidence. And Brian's a part of this. So if you would like to be a part of it, too, we would like to hear from you. Now, maybe you're wondering, what can I do? And this is more about just send us your money. No, there's, there's a lot of stuff we can do to take action. But uh, most importantly, we've got to become informed. We've got to become better organized. Um, Lone Wolf McQuaid is not going to be the one to carry the day here. We've got to take a very quick break. Again, Gary Welch is my guest. We'll open up the phone lines when we come back. I'd like to hear your take as well. 801-331-8113. We'll be back. This is The Brian Hyde Show. This is The Brian Hyde Show. All right, welcome back to the show. Gary Welch is my guest. Hey, we have some great sponsors who make this program a possibility every day. Well, every weekday, that is. (laughs) I do take weekends off because I'm that kind of a capitalist. But uh, I want to thank the Staples-Turner team at Patriot Home Mortgage. I appreciate their support, and I appreciate uh, that uh, John Staples is just a straight shooter as long as I have known him. And it's coming up on 25 years that I have known this guy. He has been the guy you can count on to get the job done. It doesn't matter how tough. It doesn't matter what it takes. He will make it happen, and he is just uh, experienced, as is his wife, Heather. They comprise the Staples-Turner team at Patriot Home Mortgage. So if you are in the market for uh, refinance on your existing home loan, maybe you're looking for a new home loan. It's an exciting time. There are some pretty great deals to be found out there. Talk to John or Heather at staplesmortgage.com. That's where you can go to their website, staplesmortgage.com, the Staples-Turner team at Patriot Home Mortgage. And be sure to tell them, Hey, Brian was talking about you, saying all kinds of cool stuff. I just came to find out if it was all true. All right, back to Gary. Gary, you mentioned that uh, rather than just talk about problems, which, you know, we, we could do, but that doesn't get a lot done, we're talking about creating a movement, a movement that will help bring limited government, free markets, personal freedom, and all the things we associate with the America that we love back into vogue. But let's talk about the organization that, uh, that is going to help make this happen. So Brian and I have been, and, and the rest of us, actually, there's, there's quite a few of us that are having this conversation. We were concerned, you know, we've been concerned for years about how much bolder they have gotten about promoting socialism. You know, it used to be that they hinted at it and they were trying to sneak it in on us. And after Obama, the rhetoric changed. And this is what really kind of got everybody's, you know, lights going off and going, wait, 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 the warning bells are running because they became bold. They were flat out saying, no, we want socialism and we're going to cram it down your throat and we don't care. And we became concerned about this is like, why are they doing this? Why are they getting so bold? It's because they felt like they can. But this year, when they did the things that they did with the COVID reaction that Brian and I have been talking about and the BLM you know, the situation where they just said, yeah, we're just going to let them burn everything and, and kill our citizens. We don't care. We're in charge. We control it. We have it. That to me was like, wow, we have crossed the line now. And so the days of complaining, 
the days of saying, well, we should do this, we should do that, that's over. We, we've got to make a change. And the, the great thing is, is our founding fathers and their wisdom created a way that it's very easy to make a change in government without bloodshed, without guns. Hey, all you guys out there that you want to grab your guns and go out there and have this war, guess what? That's exactly what they want you to do. They're, they're, they are trying to get you to do that because as soon as you do that, they declare martial law and boom, they're in. So we have to do this. We have to be smart. We have to be just as smart as they are. And what we have to do is create this movement. And when you do that, it takes several different types of going, ways of going after it. So we have the media side of it. And, and here's again, let me praise Brian. He won't do it himself, so I will do it for him. If you are a podcaster, if you are a social media person out there, we are willing to sit there and say, go ahead and take credit for this. If you want to make this your message, as long as you are getting the message out, we're cool with it because that's what's important. It's not making Brian famous. And I think he will just simply because he's, he's taking charge of this. But you can be part of this movement and join with us and getting the word out to say, look, this is what socialism is. This is why it's wrong. And this is why it's going to fail. And, and get people to start saying we're, we're going to do things. But we also have other organizations that we're going to be putting into the works very shortly to help with that movement to get things going. So when you are supporting the Brian Hyde show, what you really are supporting is what I would call the anti-socialist movement. The ones that's going to come out and say, we're going to tell everybody what socialism really is, what capitalism really is, and why they don't want to be a part of that. And we're going to go to the young people and we're going to go to the voters and actually get a change to happen. Because you cannot go back to the old what I would call solutions. Well, let's go to the Republicans, and I'm calling you out, Republicans. Let's go to the Republican Party because they will change things. For you. You know, I, I want to make clear, too, we're not, to, we're not pretending that, hey, we've invented the wheel here or reinvented the wheel. These are, are not new ideas. They are time-proven ideas which have been used before, which absolutely have stood the test of time, but for whatever reason have fallen out of fashion. And right now, politicians particularly, but, but especially the voters themselves, don't recognize the value in the principles that, that allowed us to become such an amazing place where freedom and prosperity and opportunity could flourish. So it, when we talk about this, it's, it's not going backward. It's simply rediscovering what has worked and, and understanding that the, the American dream is still very much alive. It just has to be reignited in the hearts of people who are willing to, to stand up and live it as opposed to, well, I guess I better get permission first and see if I'm allowed to. Um, you know, that's that's the mark of a free person is they're not going to sit there and wait for someone in authority, particularly a politician, to tell them, OK, you can go be free now. You're going to know enough about freedom. You're going to know enough about the principles of freedom, of free markets that you will seize that for yourself and peacefully go forward and create a better world without waiting for someone to tell you, OK, you can do this. 
because I have news for you. They're, they're not going to do it. And so to get things started, it's actually very easy. Um, on our website, we, we ask you to subscribe. And when we're doing that, again, it's not just so that we're trying to get you on an email list, that we can hit you up with all sorts of, of merchandise and things like that. Because one of the things that happens is when you subscribe, we're going to give you a free copy of the Embrace Capitalism book. And I call that the manual. You know, it, it's, it kind of lays out the, the here's what's happening, here's how the, we properly describe it, and here's what we need to do to make the corrections. And then that movement's already in place, but it gives you that, that foundation to sit there and say, okay, this I can get behind, this is what we are doing. So it starts as just as easy as that. You can just just subscribe to the program. We'll send you the book. And then from that point on, the emails that you're going to be getting from us is more about here's how you can help. Here are the things that are going on that we're putting into place where you can actually be part of this great, great movement to change America, to change it to what it needs to be. This is your invitation to become a wrong thinker. And I, I mean that in the most upstanding, proudest sense possible. And if you go to the website, thebrianhydeshow.com, uh, you'll find right there on the landing page, one of the first things you're going to encounter is this nice little box that says, Join the Wrong Thinkers. So there's your invitation. We're not going to twist your arm, but we are going to strongly encourage you, consider it. The more the merrier, right? <laughs> right. And, and, Again, when you when you see what we are fighting for, like Brian said, these are not new ideas, but they're new because nobody alive today has really seen them. You know, it's it's like we're going back two hundred years to introduce something new. But actually, the the way that we are trying to get this movement is we're going to promote it as something new. You know, it's it's actually it's hundreds and hundreds of years old. You know, it goes all the way back to the original Roman Republic. That's where our founding fathers pulled it from. But the idea is you have never heard this. You have never experienced this. You really don't know what it's like. But there is something really much, much better out there that you should participate in. And, of course, we're, we're not uh, telling you that, uh, hey, we'd like you to, uh, you know, buy a, a lifetime subscription or a timeshare or anything like that. We're just asking you to consider. Be a part of a team that is speaking the message of liberty. There are lots of folks who are doing this. Um, the, the one place where a lot of us seem to be missing the boat is um, individually. We can, we can make some motion. We can make the needle move a little bit. But uh, when you combine people together, when you combine numbers and, and it just magnifies the effort and what, what people can accomplish. It's that whole synergy of, of working together. That is what we are asking you to consider. Spend a little bit of time on the website, thebrianhydeshow.com. There are resources for wrong thinkers. You'll find you know show notes for every show that, that I've done. I just want to, I want to, if it resonates with you, I want you to come and join us. We've got to take a break. Gary Welch is my guest, and we'll be back with our final segment right after these messages.
This is The Brian Hyde Show. This is The Brian Hyde Show. All right, welcome back to the show. Gary Welch is my guest. And we are talking about doing something besides just talking about uh, what's going on in our world. You look around, come on, nobody in their right mind can look around and say, no, no, this this is all fine. I, I think of the, the popular meme of the dog sitting there with the, the, the coffee shop burning down around him and saying to himself, this is fine, everything's cool. No, if you're paying any kind of attention, you have a very strong sense that it's not fine and it's probably not about to fix itself it's something that uh, that falls to every generation, at least those that want to see liberty perpetuated. We've got to do some heavy lifting, and that time is now. And so we are trying to, to bring people together who recognize that there is a need, who feel like they have a personal stake in the matter and want to, uh, to make that kind of uh, personal contribution to step up and put some effort into securing and, and moving forward that torch of liberty for succeeding generations. We're talking to you. But we need your help. And Gary, uh, I'm going to let you kind of reiterate uh, what, what people can do and what we're asking of them by, by bringing this up in the way that we're doing so today. So, you know, what we're kind of reaching out to is those who, who want to take, I don't know if, it, if I would say it's a leadership position, but influencers. Um, if, you, if you are an influencer or you know someone who is an influencer, and if you're listening to the show, you know, probably it's one or the other, you shouldn't be saying, hey, there's something going on. You need to listen to the, you know, give them this episode and say, you need to listen to this because there's something happening and it's something big. Because this is, this is something that has a lot of momentum behind it because it's time. I often have said that one of the things about tyrants is that they always play it out too long. They, they, you know, it's never enough. We want more power. We want more control. And they always take it to the inevitable conclusion that it collapses on them. And I think that's where we're at. They, I think they pushed it a little too far. And the people are starting to go, oh, wait a second. What's this on my wrist? Oh, that's steel. I don't like this. This is a chain. You know, that there was this, these wake-up calls that they're giving us. And so the time is right for a movement. But we got to do this the right way. And the problem is, is we've, we've always gone, gone back to the old solutions of, well, let's just elect Republicans. They'll get out. And I'm not trashing Republicans. I don't want to go down that road to saying, hey, this is an anti-Republican Party GOP. But here's my point. They have been in power They've had control of Congress. They've had control of the presidency. And what changed? Nothing. And I'll also call out the third parties, these other third parties that are out there. What have you done? Have you really made a change? Have you made a difference? Or is it all about, you know, just, well, we want to promote our party. It's all about us. And again, I'm going back to what is the difference about this movement? The people involved in it, it's not about the organization. It's not about us. It's that true call that we want to make a change to our government. We see the danger and we need, we know it's time to act. And what we are calling on is for those of you out there that have that ability to put some legs under this movement and get it going, come join us. 
the time is the time is now yep i have a caller his name is rob who uh regularly phones in and and if there is a common thread to every time he calls because i mean rob is sincere i can hear it in his voice he is absolutely bugged by what he sees going on and i know i know he's not alone he's not the odd man out but his plea every time i talk with him is when are people going to wake up and rob is already awake and i suspect there are quite a few other people who are at at some stage of um i don't want to use the word wokefulness because it's been co-opted and corrupted into something that's that to means you agree with everything that i say or or else but people whose eyes have become open recognize that there is a very serious problem the situation we're in is not sustainable something has to be done and so we are inviting you let's let's acknowledge yep we've got a problem we can define largely what that problem is but better still we can move forward and with with the right kind of people standing up and asserting correct principles we can make a difference a bigger difference than we're being led to believe that we can all is not lost we have the option to make some very significant changes the thing you're going to have to get used to is they may be small at first. This isn't likely to, to happen in one fell swoop and suddenly everybody's going to get it. And, you know, there's going to be this one big mass wave and all the hearts are going to change. Probably not. But see, through, you know, throughout history, even even at the founding of America, it wasn't the majority that was backing the Declaration of Independence. It was a very principled and determined minority who understood and had moral truth on their side that's what carried the day, and I'm convinced the very same principle will apply in our time. We've just got to have similar clarity and, and a willingness to embrace moral truth and a willingness to act. And that doesn't mean necessarily we, you know, have the revolution like they did. As Gary said, we can have a peaceful revolution, but we just have to know what we're standing for and, and start moving and working together to make that happen. And I, and I brought it up earlier, and I'm just going to reiterate it again. We have to do things differently. If we're going to go and do the same, you know, the insanity thing of doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, it has to be different. And that's one of the things that I love about this movement is it incorporates the different approach to doing things. So, for instance, our message is very positive. It's one of the most positive, optimistic messages out there, which I think is going to resonate with Americans because it's not the complaining. It's not the, you know, trashing of everybody. It's talking about how great things can be if we just simply figure out what, what type of government and what type of society we want to be. And it addresses the issues from a realistic standpoint in that you have to do things differently. And, and I'll give you a good, for instance, it's not in the book. That, that Brian wrote, but Brian and I have brought this up before. We love getting on the talk shows and it's really, it makes really good radio and broadcasting to talk about conspiracy theories. But that is not the approach you wanna take. That is the worst thing to do. Yes, okay, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but even if you are, I would say, don't go down that road because here's what happens. When you take that path, what that does is what that conveys to the American public. If they believe you, it's, well, why bother? They're going to control things. They're going to kill anyone that opposes them. They'll stop it. So why bother? Why should we go after them? You've, you've stopped the movement before it started. 
our approach that we are taking is just the opposite. Because even if there are people out there controlling, and guess what? Nobody in Washington, D.C. is part of that elite, great mind mentality to do that. What those guys are, a bunch of bozo clowns that are inept and incompetent. And that's our message. They are inept. They are incompetent. We've seen what happened. Brian, you wanted to talk about this. What happens when you say, oh, hey, I got the solution to COVID. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. What yeah. was the consequences of that? Well, they, they ended up causing businesses to fail. They ended up putting people into despair and depression. Uh, right now, I believe suicide is is taking a lot more lives than, than the uh, than the COVID virus is. And, and that's a wave that's just beginning because there were a lot of people who were still just beginning to feel the repercussions of losing their livelihood, losing their jobs, losing their business, losing their homes. I mean, addiction has spiked. Um, overdoses have spiked. These are the unintended consequences and the, uh, the unintended deaths that somehow don't seem to matter as much as the ones that uh, can be uh, related or even, you know, it, through some distant relation, you know, attributed to, uh, to COVID. So, yeah, what you're saying, Gary, rings absolutely true. The, the folks who are pretending, oh, we've got this all under control, we know exactly what to do. No, they don't. They're, they're all faking it and hoping that something works out. And worse than that, they're copying each other and they're doing their very best to avoid accountability for the actual damage they're causing but they're not the ones that are saving us from anything. So stop putting your trust in them. Stop believing everything that they say and hanging on every word. So the one thing that socialism has taught us is that it kills people. And, and it doesn't just kill them in the hundreds. It likes killing them in the millions. That's their, their, their favorite outcome is having millions of deaths. And it all boils down to this. We, you know, they say, well, we do this because we care about you, because we want to take care of you. We want to do the right thing. The reality of it is socialists do not care about you. They do not care one little bit about you, whether you live or die. They prove that over and over again. And if that's the one thing that we can get across, then we, our mission is done. We, we, we will be successful with that. Okay, so here's the invitation. Go to the website, thebrianhideshow.com. Join the wrong thinkers. Take a look. Give it some serious consideration. We would love to have you on our team. This is The Brian Hyde Show.